0: This is episode 218 of How About That Cigar, recorded live at the Corona Cigar Studio. We have Tommy Farrell on the show to talk about Nickel City Cigars in part two of our Hidden Gem series. Please take a minute to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Now on with the show.
1: Corona Cigar Company is your one-stop shop for all your cigar needs. Whether that's a brand-new humidor, a box of those new cigars you've been waiting for, a top-of-the-line cutter or lighter, a place to enjoy the finest cigars and spirits with friends, or the only cigars grown right here in the Sunshine State, we've got you covered. Come visit one of our retail locations for the ultimate cigar experience. Visit us online at coronacigar.com.
0: How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corona Cigar Studios for episode uh, 218. 18. I almost said 118. No, 218, 218. of How About That Cigar yeah. Live Thank you so much for watching live on Facebook, live on YouTube. And if you're listening after the fact on the audio podcast, guys, thank you so much for making How About That Cigar a part of your regular audio podcast rotation. As you can see on your screen right now, take a minute, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like us on Facebook and all those great social media smash, platforms smash, out smash. there. Smash all the buttons, whatever the young people say these days, you know, smash, wow, you smash that like button and, and hit the notification yes. bell all the things that the kids say these days, not,
1: not all the things, not YouTube, all the
0: things.
2: Check our YouTube. YouTube's not playing.
0: <laughs> yeah. YouTube. So, so YouTube has had this issue for the last um, few months where every once in a while the stream just is late to catch up on YouTube. So I promise you YouTube will catch up. It's something with their, it, it's a, it's a YouTube issue and uh, it's the stream provider that we use is, or that we use, knows that there's a problem. So right. okay. it'll, it, w- it will it'll work itself out, I promise you. Thanks, Tony. I promise you. Um, so here in the Corona Cigar Studios, let's bring in our fabulous producer, Justin. Welcome. So The bearded one. The Minnesota Wild, I weren't representing my Minnesota Wild, the Minnesota Wild started out the season pretty well. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. No, 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 no. Why are you starting with something positive? Let's get the negative the fuck off oh, the way. Oh, okay.
0: So the Twins lost. Yes. The Twins lost. To the hated Astros. To the hated Astros. Uh, but the good thing is, so for 19 years, the Twins did not win a playoff game. And then all of a sudden this year, we not only won a playoff game, we won three playoff games. Yep. So we, we swept in the wild card round, and then we did beat the Astros one game in the – uh uh, in the division series so you know hats off to the Astros god that kills me to say
2: I hate them no though no, hats off to shit
0: but you know it's all right twins had a good season they twins had a good, had a good year. season
2: entertaining this year
0: so, so
1: there's always next year Is that- yeah
0: there's always next year okay, yes okay so Let's the, the way. uh the Minnesota Wild started out the season with a two nothing victory and then promptly the very next game got drilled seven to four. It's going to be that year. It's, it's going to be that year. It's going to be back and forth. it going to
2: look great and then look like
0: shit. Uh, the Vikings beat the Bears. Big deal. The, the Bears stuck. The beat Philadelphia. Uh, Green Bay did not lose.
2: That's right, because they were on a bye. Because we were on
0: a bye. <laughs> so Green Bay did not lose. Let's talk about your Jets, though, real real quick. Mm, let's talk about... The Jets beat the... Philadelphia. Un, the previously undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, and I and there's something about beating the Philadelphia Eagles that just feels like... Yeah, because they beat on old ladies. Extra good. Yeah. They beat
2: up on old ladies. <laughs> that's not right. um A-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets.
0: And I just need uh, – I, I need for Tony Pollard, wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, to score less than 20 fantasy points tonight. So if Tony could just, you know, not have – he could have an okay game. I just don't want him to have a fantastic game. Yeah. So that's all I ask, Tony, just, well, you know, from – From me to you, just please keep those fantasy points down.
2: Well, my fantasy football was terrible this weekend. I went 0-5.
0: The Jets, David Floyd said the Jets didn't win, the Eagles lost i'm pretty david, sure i really I, like you i used to like you a i lot. like david a lot i'm pretty sure the w next to the game stats for this week's the w stands for win
2: i think he's an eagles
0: fan <laughs> he, he might be an eagles fan i don't know and so you know youtube's know. up now guys so oh yeah youtube's up sorry oh, that perfect. youtube's been delayed a couple times in the last few months but uh hopefully our stream provider can get that worked out but i don't want to wait anymore we have Let's a fantastic special in. guest Uh, So, guys, as you know, we have a great special guest coming on to the show. And as always on How About That Cigar Live, our special guests are brought to us by our friends at Drew Estate's. And the Liga Provada Selección de Mercado is handcrafted to highlight the bold characteristics of a specially curated Connecticut Criollo capa leaf that's grown exclusively for Drew Estate by one farmer in the famed Connecticut River Valley. The name is Spanish for market selection and inspired by the old practice of selecting wrapper leaves for certain national markets by color. Drew Estate chose only the most beautiful Rosado Connecticut Criollo leaves to grace the Selección de Mercado. The Rosada Kappa surrounds a blend of tobaccos from Mexico, Nicaragua, and Pennsylvania to create a cigar that is deeply balanced, bold, and sophisticated. This cigar measures 6 by 52 and is available in 10-count boxes to international markets. For more information, please visit DrewEstate.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, if you would please put your hands together and welcome to episode 218 of How About That Cigar Live from Nickel City Cigars tommy farrell welcome to the show my brother
3: hello 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 how you doing tonight brother let's go eagles i mean bills i'm just (laughs) yeah i mean fuck Uh, the jets though i mean that's what do you what do you what do you want from me i'm a bills fan we don't we don't have any we don't have any love
0: for them no no that's that's one of those rivalries that goes back a long time
2: i used to to cheer for the bills a long long time ago well really not cheer for them but they were a New York team, so the only they New York team. Easy, it's like twelve. It's like fucking teams. Yeah, they're well, all in ju- When they lost those Jersey. four, when they lost those four in a row, I used to cheer for them. But well, yeah, they lost. I get right. So, how you been, brother? routine a little good, bit. Good, yeah. Life,
3: life is good. You know, I'm right where you left me. That's a thing I always say meaning I don't go anywhere I'm right here I'm always going to be doing what I do and uh so how are you how are how are things
2: We're doing good over here that yeah. beard looks fucking phenomenal brother
0: Yeah you're, so your beard jealous. game your beard game is just tight uh, it's just I just epic. got a uh
3: I just got a spring cleaning and uh shortened it up <laughs> a little bit like 2 weeks ago and tomorrow goes in for another little,
2: do can, that, little can you turn can you tell our friend over here, Justin, what a trim is like?
1: Uh, I haven't even touched it yet. Fuck. This is since January. I've grown this. See, yeah, he, he
0: literally, yeah. scissors and or clippers have not touched that beard.
2: This is all natural.
3: See, That's, a, that's a good
2: thing. Yeah. You got to do what
3: you got to do. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's a well-taken-care-of-beard, and that's... I just came out from the natural. backside of the dumpster. No, this is, yeah.
1: this is me in the wildlife, bro. Yeah. Come on out there.
0: <laughs> so this is the secret bourbon that Raul has brought for me to, uh, to have on the show tonight. I get three guesses to try three to guesses. figure out what it is. While I'm pouring uh, this bourbon of the evening, uh, Tommy, if you would please let us know what you are smoking and drinking.
3: Um, I am presently smoking the Tatawahe cigars. This is the Cohetes Broadleaf little fun guy. If you know, you know, but as everyone Mm -hmm. should know, um, 2021, December 2021. So just about two years on the box code. And it is a fantastic blend. That's just one of a kind. Uh, They had the um, Sumatra and the Habano as well, but this is by far my personal favorite. And I figured it's perfect for the fall time. It has a crisp, distinct kind of graham cracker and nutty kind of taste. It, it, it's really good in the fall. And as ter- in terms of what I'm drinking, well, I'm keeping it easy tonight and I have my <laughs> Roma craft eco vessel. Um, if I can figure out this camera, there it is. <laughs> and it is full of agua, which is Spanish for water.
0: Very uh, nice. Right, gotta stay hydrated. I, ha-
3: I had a very long weekend. and uh, <laughs> I, I, I made it a mission to just bottle kill after bottle kill. All oh. Of rare, rare goodness, um, just stag, you know, old, very OG Wellers and, and other such oddities. A lot of Starlight in uh, Kings County, um, Brooklyn. Um, a lot of different rare stuff, you know. Nice. But every I think like the the lowest proof uh, point was like one sixteen, um, oh. and that was and that that was like a clinic, uh, like a rare Clonacilty, um Irish joint. <laughs> so but you're it was, taking I, a recovery day. Yeah, so it's, it's been, it's been and then we had the Sunday Night Football last night, and I was, I went on an IPA tour of North America, oh. uh, so today's all water.
0: I love it, I love it. Well, I am going to get uh, this wonderful cigar fired up on the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Toast Cam. Uh, Raul, if you would, tell our viewers and listeners uh, what this is that we are smoking here in the this studio tonight. This is
2: a Trust Your Government, over here, give me this camera, please. Oh, you want that one? Yeah, I to <laughs> Let's give him that one. This one, trust your government. Exclusive from Tommy Shop, Nickel City, and it is a collaboration with Matt Booth. Am I correct?
3: You are correct. That is, that yeah. is the one. And
2: there's a few stories going around uh, about that cigar. You want to give us the uh, the down the and dirty ADC version or the public
3: version? I'll give you both. How about that real? And I'll marry them together and we'll leave it up to your fine (laughs) listeners to decide what is fact and what is fiction, what is myth and what is legend. Um, So as as the story goes, that that cigar was created um, in Matt's uh, dreams. And he wanted to tell the world that you should trust your government. And he's always had this cool concept and some cool imagery and he had these cigars already. But uh, the myth says that those cigars were made by AJ Fernandez about five years ago, put into production. And then they were intended to be a middle finger to one of the legacy brands that I shall not name. And that (laughs) middle finger was never delivered. Part of the the batch was used as a charity. Um, uh, And then the others were made available to which I bought them all. And uh, we are
0: basically sold out of them, less what I told you in the uh, the back room. Mm-hmm. We have and no that's idea it. what you're talking about. I don't know what yeah. you said to yeah. any yeah. nobody yeah. said anybody <laughs> anything to anybody in any back room.
2: For the but... general public, they're all <laughs> gone. Let's just say Fair. they're all gone. They're not yeah. to be found. Yeah, uh, it's
3: a really good cigar. That's 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 an interesting cigar. It's a really it's 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 a dark, oily Maduro, it's a Nicaraguan puro. Um, it, it really hits home and the summer of 2022, uh, that's the number one cigar I smoked. It's a box press Toro. It's the oils are noticeable on it. It's it's kind of heavy on the palate, but it's medium plus in strength. Um, it's really clean tobacco. It's unbanded, you know, um, and it's, it's a bundled cigar, but it was always, it was made to banded and put in a very high end box had that been done that would have been a 17 dollars cigar so yeah. they, they they rounded out around 825 and in some cases they you know they they were sold for like 975 and in new york obviously that's like a thousand dollars
0: so <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i'm gonna get this fired up right now and i'm gonna do it on the dunbarton tobacco and trust toast cam When lighting your cigar, it is important to be patient, pay close attention to detail, and focus on the tobacco. In those same ways, Steve Saka brings the same qualities to the ultra-premium cigars of Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust. Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust have become known for. From from Sobra Mesa to Umbagog, Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate your mood and any occasion visit dunbartoncigars.com to learn more oh yeah there we That's
3: go smooth that that sounded like heaven i'm mm. i don't know what dunbarton tobacco and trust is but i want it in my mouthful <laughs> Meow. i'm just joking I, I i obviously sell a shit ton of dunbarton um you know, and it's uh, it's good stuff. But that was well read. I, I appreciate that. I was like,
0: if you haven't heard of Dunbarton, then you're st- you need more recovery yeah. time from this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> because I know yeah. you sell a shit ton of it. Um, yeah, we only sell boutique, man. That's it. It's craft well, allocated. One of the things that we love hearing about, especially from first time guests like you, is your sort of cigar origin story. So, what's the first premium cigar you ever you ever lit up? Oh.
3: Uh, so, you know, I I picked up cigars when I was in the Navy, which was, um, Oh, four to 2010, um, stationed overseas. But prior to that, um, you know, graduation parties or somebody's dad, we were fishing or sitting around a campfire and I couldn't fucking tell you what I was smoking. Right. So that's just because I didn't care. I wasn't really invested in the hobby. And this is like pre 2004 that I'm referencing. And then it was about 2008, um, I was stationed over in Yokosuka, Japan, and I went into a cigar bar there, and it was a Japanese, high-end Japanese whiskey, and it was a pairing menu, and it was all Cuban tobacco, um, and I had a Cuban Monte Cristo number 2 that was paired with a particular Suntory exclusive to this cigar bar that I was at. Um, that so start. I had that, so that's that's where it started, the... The, the Japanese uh gentleman the sommelier behind the bar was so well versed and his his English was so good and it, it just really I was like I was in awe of it because it was my first real experience in that like corona style uh corona cigar company like style like atmosphere right and that's you know corona cigars and like twins up in you know uh kurt's place up in uh new hampshire those those play there's a handful of places that kind of like have the same kind of bar vibe, um, as what I'm, I'm expressing. Um, and so that was it. It was a uh, Cuban Monte Cristo number two and it sparked the hobby. And, you know, the story keeps going from there. You know, I just kind of got into it, got into cigar cartel when I got out in like 2013 timeframe there and I started collecting and then it just became, you know, it was from smoking like two, three cigars a week to like five a day. Um, and I just never turned back, man. And then I just, had the itch. And I just kept going and going and going. And I was, you know, just reading everything that I was smoking and, you know, picking up every magazine that I could and staying in all the chats and forums and stuff. And then uh, my background's in healthcare management, um, you know, operations, like running skilled nursing and rehab facilities and such. Um, and uh, although that's a really lucrative career, um, I just didn't want to work for somebody else for the rest of my life. I wanted to do something for myself and I couldn't understand why my city Buffalo New York didn't have the the that type of like bar lounge setup, private club type of deal and because of the laws that's why it doesn't exist here but yeah I found I found a way and um, it took a lot of blood sweat and tears and I elected to chase my dream and give something to my city because I was sick of having to leave my city to experience the culture that I loved
0: well, uh, I definitely want to say thank you for your service. Uh, tell us uh, which branch you served with. Uh, I was in the uh, U.S. Navy
3: ordinance, um, uh, Airedale side, so aviation ordinance. So my my job specifically was to uh, build, maintain, arm uh, the platforms, the aircraft for the U.S. Navy and all the ordinance systems applicable. Um, I, I had two different duty stations which had two different called for two different aircraft. And um, therefore I had to work on two different weapon systems and all the armament associated. The first was I had two years of shore duty right out the gate, which is like the Arizona Cardinals of the Navy. And yeah. I was uh, the retirement community up there in uh, Naval air station, Brunswick, Maine. And I worked on the weapon systems for the now retired P3 Orion, which is anti-submarine warfare on the Northeast coast. Uh, northeast, north, northeast Atlantic coastal area up there. That that base has now been closed down. We don't need something as antiquated as a physical base to patrol um, any longer. the um, yeah. Cold War is over. But uh, hmm. and there, I was, I loved Maine. Maine is like a second home to me because of that duty station. But it was uh, it was boring. So I chose orders to Naval Air or to uh, uh, the USS Kitty Hawk Out of Yokosuka, Japan and uh over in the seventh fleet and i went over there and did that and decommissioned her cross decked over to the george washington went back to japan and all that jazz and i did about five and a half years and uh got out because my uh my mother was sick yeah so i can com- i completed my first duty tour and uh, my contract and then i i got out
0: so what tell us about sort of the origins of Nickel City Cigars? You know, like you said you were in healthcare management, you wanted to do something for yourself. Uh and you looked around the the marketplace in the Buffalo area. Um how did Nickel City Cigars come to be?
3: So, you know, um pretty easy, uh, you know, when you think about it there's you know, you have your brick and mortar and then you have your online um and everybody is relatively the same but also very different and you guys get it and a lot pretty much every single one of your listeners will identify with this as well. And that is um, there are communities within communities um, and some of them are based on where you ge- where you are geographically, meaning your local shop. but then you also have the online community and you might be friends with a bunch of people up in Seattle or down in San Antonio. So I knew that just because of the cigar cartel and the other type of groups that are out there. And, uh, I knew that I always had a little side thing, you know, flipping cigars on the secondary market, you know, and bourbons and things of that nature. So I just kind of wanted to take something that I already knew how to do and with people that I was already doing it with and kind of make it a little more, uh, viable and turn it into a day job because, um, uh, I enjoy it. Right. And I knew that if I, it in new york uh meaning nickel city cigars um that it was going to be an uphill battle Um, i didn't know i was going to be racing against a clock meaning i got the keys to the building october 1st of 2019 it needed an entire build out it is in downtown buffalo new york right in front of the chop house right across the street from dinosaur barbecue right in the, the nightlife little downtown club and bar scene area so it's perfect location Uh, yeah got the keys october 1st 2019 started doing a full build out the e-commerce was already up and running during that build out it's really hard to to go through construction you know cosmetic or otherwise structural in in new york because there's a lot of red tape and i didn't know i was up against the clock because a looming pandemic was coming and i went full board full tilt liquidated went all in to do this for myself And then my grand opening was march 21st of 2020 the city shut down five days before my grand opening uh, because of the pandemic and then while we were locked down because new york had some of the most harsh covid uh restrictions (laughs) in the country (laughs) and uh while we were locked down um are then perverted Governor Mr. Cuomo uh, elected to triple our cigar tax by changing the verbiage, taking us from 28.5 percent tax on wholesale to 75 percent, and that is where we remain to this Ouch. very day. Mm. And it is not the tax itself; you might think that's a crazy number, right? It is the frequency to which we have to pay the tax. Anything, for example, that I I import into the state of New York in October. Let's say I bring in $10,000, my cost, right? I'm supposed to sell it in 20,000, right? Manufacturer gets 10, I get 10. If I give any discounts, that comes out of my 10. Well, the state says, no, no, you have under 30 days to pay us 75% of what you paid. So that means I gave the manufacturer 10 grand. I have to give the state 7,500. I get at best 2,500. So if I give you 1% off, That comes out of my 25%. If I give you 20% off, best I can do is 5%. And I'm supposed to pay everything, payroll, a whole nine, everything associated with that. Um, But we make it work because we run lean. People understand that um, the little guys need love too. And by buying a cigar, a single cigar from someone like us, it really does go a long way uh, because there are are people that rely on us um, to support them. And we're always willing to go above and beyond and uh, make a deal because we not only want, but we need the business as well in order to grow. And as I say this to everyone, support your local, go to the people that have been taking care of you forever. However, help yourself as well. Help other shops grow as well because it is in your interest Mm -hmm. because the definition of capitalism is competition, right? If we right. compete for your business, it is to your benefit. You're going to get the best deal imaginable. But if there's only one guy in town, he can set the price however he wants.
0: So. Yeah. Well, and you started, in addition to the the brick and mortar, you know, you went into uh, you know availability for customers outside of your area to order online right away, and which really smart in in any time frame, in my opinion, whether you know covid was a thing or or the way that affected everybody's brick and mortar business um so and part of that is that you are have and you talked about this already you dedicated yourself to being really boutique heavy boutique focused small small brands uh medium-sized brands with good people behind them you know brands like romacraft brands like dunbarton brands like uh, crown Heads, Tatuaje, and Postanly. That that's a, and Postanya and and that's that's one of those things that I think that like I, I I ordered stuff from your shop a couple years ago because that was the only place because no place around me carried it. Yeah, and I knew that I wanted this cigar, so I ordered a five pack from you a couple uh, a few years ago. And there's, there've been other shops like that around the country. So what made you decide to focus on boutiques versus legacy brands and you, what kind of response are you getting? Because you, you've also put in the time and effort to get yourself a presence and a following on social media. And I yeah, think yeah. that's a key that a lot of shop owners miss. So what, you know, what was the... The spark that made you want to focus on social media and um, boutique brands, letting people know customers that look, th- I'm going to have some stuff in my shop that you're not you're only going to be able to get at maybe 10 shops in the country. And I'm one of them, you know, yeah, um, that 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 was my goal that road.
3: Yeah, that that, that you, you pretty much hit the nail on the head, man. Um, so I had to ask myself a couple of questions if I'm going to do this let's write down some reasons why I'm going to do this. I already mentioned one, which is I wanted to bring the experience into the city of Buffalo. Now there are shops in Western New York in the suburbs and, you know, way out in the countryside, like the Indian reservations. Um, and they do a great job and I supported them for, you know, my entire time, but I didn't want to have to drive 30 minutes from my house out of the city to go to these places. Right. Um, I wanted something downtown because the laws are designed in New York to remove smoking from inside. You can't do it. And you're not allowed to have a drink and a cigar in the same place at the same time. There are no such thing as cigar bars in New York. Well, our building is different because I had the opportunity to um, split the building in half when I had, because I was building it out. And I built the front side. And i took on a couple board members and i filed that as a nonprofit city social club that has no paid employees nobody actually owns nickel city club that is owned by the members and run by the members it is self-sustaining has no paid employees it runs itself it is just an adult rec room where you have to be 21 21 and up and if you're not a member it's there's a five dollar membership for 24 hours it's super cheap it is just that nobody has to make any money off of it because they can't make any money off of it. The backside of it is nickel city cigars, the walk-in humidor, um, in my office where we run the, uh, uh dot com out of the distribution. Yeah. So, so I knew that was number one. Priority two was I, I, if I were a consumer and I were out there, be it in Buffalo or otherwise, why would I want to shop at nickel city cigars? You know, knowing they're a little guy, knowing they're new, nobody needs somebody else to come to market selling, you know, Rocky Patel, Monte Cristo, CAO. Like there's enough of that. Like I would have just been standing in line in a very crowded room. Um, So I wanted to focus on the people that stand in front of a camera and your last guest last week, last Monday was none other than who?
0: Yeah. Pete Johnson. Mm Yeah.
3: And (laughs) now, you know, so Pete Johnson is tatawa if there are four walls in my humidor um and then there's a center island you know a little doodad so you can walk around and see what's on the island right mm-hmm. um and but only one brand has its own wall and it is <laughs> you know tetawahe, atelier and surrogates um we i jokingly say this to pete all the time um and he he's so everybody knows pete but he's the nicest, most humble guy in the world. And he laughs like, yeah, right, whatever. Um, but I honestly truly mean this when I say nickel city cigars would not be here today if it weren't for two things, one tatuaje cigars and the other being my brothers and sisters of the leaf that want to see nickel city cigars survive. Um, because, without Tatuaje and, and the following and the friends and uh, the cigar community, we wouldn't, we yeah. honestly wouldn't be here. It doesn't matter what work I put in. It's uh, it takes a lot and Tatuaje cigars are just really, you know, once you go tat, you never go back. That's what they <laughs> say. So that was it, man. Just, yeah. get, I, I wanted to work with people that wanted to work with me that are forward facing that are out there. You know, Pete is always doing active stuff. Mike Rosales, Skip Martin, uh, John Huber, uh, Matt Booth, you know, the the list goes on and on. Steve Saka, you know, Av- Ram Rodriguez from Artista Cigars, yeah. you know, he's got such a cool crew. They're awesome people. Mike down in hu- at Hustler, you know, Hustler Mike, uh, Postanya, they do a really good job. Uh, Fable Cigars, Guamaro, uh, there's just, we just carry some cool stuff, man, like, we, we, we sell what we smoke and we, we stand behind it. Uh, we do okay. And I don't, here's the feedback part of your question. People ask me all the time for more stuff, right? Yeah. Foundation. They'll ask me for Viaje. They'll ask me for, you know, Dapper, or they'll ask me for Crux, or they'll ask me uh, Stolen Thrones, uh, you know, the Patina, The list goes on and on, man. They'll just ask me to keep bringing it in. And I say, you know, I only have so much space Mm -hmm. one and two, I kind of, we're, we're small. Like I, I haven't earned the right to grow to that point. I'm, I always say it will come in time, but I'm, I'm only, we just had our four year anniversary. So, you know, I've, I've added a few brands since that time. I've lost, I've let a few brands go for one reason or another, um, And, you know, Oliver Naveau at United Cigar Group. I'm sure you guys know United and Oliver. They're Oliver's been instrumental in some of the growth and success. Um, Atabay and Byron, sadly, I had to let go of inside the humidor because in New York, they were just really, really expensive. And And there's there's not a big there's not a lot of big box buyers of Atabay and Byron. So it was kind of like I was investing the company's money into really expensive products. And everybody just kept buying this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know,
3: so I put my money in what works and mm-hmm. in time when we pay off business liabilities and ideally one day if we get any form of tax relief um, from the New York State tobacco tax, then I'll continue to bring things in. But I'm always listening to other individuals. And what I do say is if I don't have it, I'll source it for you or I'll provide you a recommendation and I'll even try to, you know, get there before you and make sure I can get you some form of a deal because you, I had to send you somewhere else. So that's what we do. That's how I work. That's it.
0: Well, one of the things, because part of this hidden gem series, you know, is finding places where you can not only get cigars that are maybe a little tougher to find, but you can find, you know, good atmosphere, good people, uh, things like that. And we know that you have that at Nickel City Cigars, but also we know that any cigar shop, you know, you'll have, you'll have cigars that you'll bring in uh, and it could be, you know, a cigar from a brand that you already carry. Maybe it's a new brand that you're bringing in for the first time. And there'll be something that you're expecting, you know, most likely you think to yourself, oh man, this is going to be hot. These are going to move right away. They're going to sell like crazy. Um, And then for whatever reason, they don't. Or that it could be the opposite where you bring in maybe somebody taking a chance, Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to bring these in. I just, I don't really think they're going to do well, but I just... And they blow I, I, up, and then they just blow up. They sell out right away. What What's an example on both sides of that that you can think of that's where it, things mm. didn't go quite as expected? Ah, uh, that's a tough
3: question <laughs> because now I gotta I gotta say people's names. Um, it's okay. Um, I'll, I'll answer that question. They'll
0: understand. So, it's
3: okay. Um, so here's a company that I'm really rooting for, and. I put them off and I put them off and I put them off, you know, for a variety of different reasons, you know, timing, uh, cash on hand, capital to invest in a new brand um, name recognition, but they are honestly really good people. They are working really hard. You can look at their history. Um, Even if you just go to the beginning of their IG, their Instagram and follow their business to now, you can see the growth. Um, And for whatever reason, it didn't really work in my humidor. Um, I, I, received some complaints about the tobaccos. Um, you know, I, I, I received, um, uh, some complaints about the pricing and the, this and the, that and the packaging, um, all of things that are, you know, really kind of outside of my control. Um, so that company is, um, founders cigars, okay. um, uh, and I think they they might have an HQ in your neck of the woods up there. They do. Yeah. Do. Yeah. And, and and it just didn't work That's in my humor Yeah. And so now you understand why I really want to see them shine. So I still have their cigars in my humidor. We we haven't re-upped um, on them yet. Uh, I see they're going through a bit of a rebranding right now. They stay in touch. They reach out. Um, they care about every shop and they are people that I actively want to work with but for whatever reason the initial launch of those cigars they didn't work um, for a variety of different reasons but I'm not going to give up on them Um, I think with time the product line will do extremely well and I I see them having success already
2: Angelo is a hell of a guy and their candela is magnificent
0: yeah and they you know I I agree with you and uh, they're they're great guys and they they're definitely learning as they go. And, but the good thing is they're really responsive to feedback from consumers and from retailers. Yeah. And, you know, they, they're making some changes with factories right now. They're, they're changing the look of their cigars, the yeah, packaging.
1: Now the Cuevas factory, I believe. Is yeah. Now. yeah. I believe Plus that's right. Yeah. Even better than they were before. Yeah.
0: So um, I think they're, they're learning how important the right factory partnerships can be. And, um, uh, but we're in the same boat as you. We want to see them succeed uh, because they're, they're really good people.
3: Yeah. And, and the other to answer the other part of your question. And I love those guys. I, I, I can't say enough. You guys hit the nail on the head. They are going to succeed. Yeah. You can see it. It is evident. They are not failing. They are succeeding. They will continue to succeed. It just, it was my humidor and my following isn't strong enough to support you know, that yeah. in my humidor, not now, but it will later, I hope. Um, so that's why they still have, the product is still on my shelf. It is still for sale. It's still there. Um, it's got some age on it now. It's got a year of age on it at this point, you know, uh, but that's that. So the, the other side was, I, I got to go back to the beginning when I brought on, know something like 8 to 12 brands to start um i didn't know what was gonna work and what wasn't gonna work but i was gonna promote everything the same i was gonna price everything fairly Um, as the msrp dictates i was going to advertise and i was going to discount or you know uh, treat everything with the same type of palette and demeanor from a rep or a retailer um, from a retailer position um meaning i wouldn't pick a favorite right and i would let the chips fall where they would well and i when i had the original investment into my original inventory it was equal across the board for everyone and i didn't know that Tetuaje atelier surrogate was going to be what it is in my shop yeah. so we are the from from a ranking perspective, we're on what Pete Johnson calls sheet one, right? And you, nice. you can imagine he has like thirty pages, right? And yeah. we're a shop that's in New York, and we are on sheet one. Um, but to break that down to a geographical, you know, territory, we are in the the Northeast. Being in Western New York, we are in the Northeast, and for a single store owner. Meaning when I put an order in under my account number, I have only one store that I order for. So I don't order for three stores or two stores. I only order for one store cause I only have one store. So in the Northeast, we are the largest Tetuaje account, uh,
4: nice.
3: which is a feather in my cap. I, I, yeah. I never, I never <laughs> expected that, man. Um, so that's where the majority of my money goes. Um, to Tatuaje Atelier Surrogates. Um, I I give money to, you know, a lot of money to Roma, a lot of money to Dunbarton, a lot of money to Crown and others. But Tatuaje at this point in the game gets the majority of my money because it makes the company the most money, mm-hmm. meaning it it's the only brand that does not need me. Tat Lat Surrogate does not need me in any way, shape, or form. It sells itself. All I have to do is put it on there and turn on the light. And it sells. I could, I've tried to replicate that success. And then I realized you're just a fucking idiot, Tommy. It's not you, it's the product. <laughs> just sit back and let it go. And I, that's what I do. So
2: nice.
0: Raul, you had a question.
2: Yeah. So, Tommy, on your website, you've had a couple other items on there and they seem to be sold out your hot sauce and your yeah. coffee. Yep. So yeah, are we gonna re-up
3: here? Yeah. so so you'll you'll notice like I we're real small. and what I mean is when when people ask me how I'm able to survive in this tax structure, given the fact that I started the company at the origin of the pandemic in the one of the worst states to be in during said pandemic, and then the taxes is getting tripled on us, as I mentioned, During our lockdowns, um, to raise us from 28.5% to 75%, and for me to survive, um, I didn't have an opportunity to establish, you know, a full functioning humidor with all the bells and whistles and all the accessories and everything that you see in all these shops. When you go into a lot of these shops, they've been open for 10, 15, 20, 30 Sometimes 50 years, you know, Um, and they they were operating during the boom, some of them in the 80s, 90s. And they didn't have to deal with crazy erroneous taxes and laws and the heyday. Right. Um, And so we we operate in a very lean capacity because of that frequency to which we have to pay the taxes. um, You know, I have to operate in a very lean capacity. That means I have to make really hard decisions. And that means and it won't always be that way but every decision i make right now is calculated because i have to sweat every dollar and cent Mm -hmm. for the company's sake um and that means if i will give something it's due it's it's time i will give i will give it all the due diligence i i must and i will explore and create new things originally the coffee and the hot sauce was brought in um and you our, our cigar of the month box was a true box and you would get five cigars at a discounted price. They would be all craft boutique. Um, and they, they would be in a limited edition cigar in there, no filler, no blowout, no, no Pravada stuff. And you would get <laughs> a, you would get a sample bag enough to make two French press worth of typical coffee, which is a, a master roaster here. And, uh, he's the Steve Saka of coffee in New York nice. state. Nice. And he used to work for a company where he traveled the globe like he was the Skip Martin and uh, E.P. um of like, you know, coffee. And he's here in Buffalo. And I would put that his coffee in there and you'd get a write up on the coffee. And then I would do different, uh, you know, small batch hot sauces as well. You get a bottle of hot sauce. And I got so many complaints like, I don't want the hot sauce. I don't want the coffee. I don't want to pay for this. I don't want to pay for that. So then I broke it out to, you know, you can, um, you can, you can have it your way. Right. Yeah. If you want cigars, just cigars, you want cigars and coffee. Cool. Cigars and hot sauce. Cool. Um, and I would even, I'm a geek, so I would even put a free vintage comic in there. Fresh brand new. Right. So, and like stickers and tchotchke and like, so you're getting really good cigars, hot sauce, coffee, Uh, comic book, which is just cool. Even if you don't have a kid, you can just be like, look, I got this Deadpool comic and I I, I fucking love it. Right. I feel like a kid again. Um, And you know, I just, the numbers kept going down and down and down on the coffee and the hot sauce. And I do still have coffee and hot sauce, but it's not on the website anymore. It's just in the store because yeah. Cause it was, it was just creating more work for me. So Mm -hmm. one of the reasons aside from it was the numbers were going down was also um the labor associated i also have to control labor i have Mm -hmm. to look at the man hours across the board um you know i am not corona cigars i love them you know they're the the former davidoff location um in tampa was one of the nicest places i've ever been to smoke a cigar i love that place yeah um jeff does an amazing job um, he is truly someone to look up to if you're interested in this industry at all. Um, try to emulate some of the stuff that he does because he's uh, him and Kurt Kendall. Um, there's a lot of different people that do really, really well that, you know, have a lot of experience that they're willing to share. Um, but, uh, I had to, I just had to run lean. I just had to cut curb things because I don't have the staff, um, you know, I am the CFO. I am the the picker, the packer, the shipper.
2: January, uh, all of it, huh?
3: Yeah. Um, I'm the marketing team. I am the purchaser. Um, I am the accountant, uh, HR department, um, everything in and of the, I'm all of it. So I got yeah. to go where the money's at right now mm-hmm. so I can keep the company going. And that means I got to say no to some things and I have to say no to new brands and I have to just focus on the things that are helping the company stay alive
2: and afloat. Are you, do you still have the cigar of a month going on?
3: Yep. Every month it opens on the ninth. It is not recurring billing. Um, We don't hit your card. We don't even store your credit card information. You got to log in and get it. We make a limited amount of them every month. Um, And it opens on the ninth It ships on the 23rd. It is only cigars. It is 39 95 The average cost of the pack um, is about anywhere from $68 to to $80. And we basically give it away. um, And you get a, a, that includes the cost of cigar number six, because you get a free cigar in the pack every month. So it's $39.95 plus shipping, which is like seven bucks or something. Um, So it's like $46 and you get six cigars. We always put like an LE in there, like the, Uh, last month's pack had like the quinquad genero in it and the uh the the tatuaje 10th uh anniversary tuxla was in there and some other stuff but we put stuff in there that you might not have never had a a five-year-old you know fable friday right that's super oily (laughs) and yellow um you know we just put weird stuff in there stuff that's cool that stuff that you want to smoke that you didn't know and then you might turn your nose up at it because it's it's not a a Fuente or an Opus or uh, Rocky Patel, something or other, you know, but you didn't know. And now you know, and you didn't know you liked a Tetuaje 7th Reserva Capa Special, but now it's your favorite fucking cigar.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: We did that for you at cost.
0: <laughs> That's pretty awesome. All right. So, like
2: a great deal, brother. I got to ask uh, you yeah.
0: about this. being, Being from the Buffalo area, I mean, everybody in the whole world knows about buffalo wings. And I'm so I'm actually not going to ask you about buffalo wings. Okay. What I'm curious about is because, you know, certain regions get known for one kind of food mm-hmm. and people forget that there's a lot of other kinds of food, uh, you know, ar- around the area. So what what are some like w- one or two just awesome foods that buffalo maybe isn't known for, but there's just crazy good places to get that kind of food? instead of buffalo wings
3: yeah so um people don't actually realize this but and you could type this in like uh top food destinations in the u.s or whatever um buffalo new york is like what uh, always consistently in like the top 10 in the u.s like food destinations we have amazing food here It's a it's a literally a culinary melting pot for what it's worth Um uh, but Buffalo is really kind of known for a lot of different things, but two things specifically, obviously the chicken wings, which you already talked about. Um, and so we won't go there. Um, but the, the other thing that we are known for is a sandwich called the beef on weck. right? It's like prime oh, rib yeah. shaved real thin. It's on a chemo seeded roll. And then you get a little dipping sauce with aju and you put a little horseradish sauce on there. Um, It is out of this world, fucking insane good. Mm. And I'm telling you, like, it is so good. And so I'm going to tie this in, and I say this all the time. Buffalo is known for two things. We have two lists, chicken wings, we rank the places to go get your wings, and beef on whack, right? And there is one place that doesn't matter whose list you're looking at, they are on, on the Beef on Whack and the Chicken Wings, everybody's top three. And that place is called Bar Bill, Bar Bill Tavern. They have two locations, East Aurora and then the uh, Williamsville Clarence, Williamsville Clarence location, which is called Bar Bill North. Um, they have, in my opinion, they're number one for me for Beef on Whack and Chicken Wings. So I go there, I get a, a small Beef on Whack and 10 wings, and I kill two birds, one stone. And every time I have out-of-towners, that's where I send them. Or that's where
0: i take them nice that sounds awesome
2: so quick question for you <clears throat> what do you think this is so far all right so tommy yeah. uh we started last week i have a little bourbon connection at home and i bring a little sample for him
0: just so he can try to figure it out all right so there's it's got a ton of sweetness on the nose and the palate it's it's kind of higher proof so this as far as i can tell this is it it's a little hot but it's not like painful um but there's a ton of sweetness it all it really does kind of seem like it might be weeded um so we might be looking at you know buffalo trace or weller or maker's mark or it's i don't know that's your three guesses right there uh, i'm just (laughs) (laughs) i'm just uh, it's it seems like it might be weeded um it's just it's there's it's a, a ton, rye. there's a ton. Oh, you told me it rye. was a bourbon earlier.
2: Bourbon rye, right?
0: No, bourbon and <laughs> rye are different things.
2: <laughs> I don't fucking drink. I don't know. <laughs>
0: it's a rye. It's a rye. My fault. Well, it's just really. It's, yeah, it's just really. For my it's really sweet for a rye. Is it? Yeah. It's. Um. But it's it it tastes like it's high proof.
2: Well, it is finished in a rum
0: that's where the sweetness is coming from and a brandy rum and brandy rye
2: finished...
0: apricot brandy I have no <laughs> I have no idea all
2: right so we're just gonna show you
0: is it founders oh it's sea <laughs> seagrass ah okay and it's yeah 118 proof rye whiskey finished in martinique rum Madeira and apricot brandy barrels it's good. First time you had it? Yeah, so, I've had a lot of the barrel stuff, but not the seagrass. I've I heard it was it? pretty good. Yeah, thank
2: People you. I said that was pretty good, so it I is good. I'd bring it
0: in. It is. Good. What do you
3: What do you score it?
0: Oh, geez, I I mean, now that I know it's a rye,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting in the whole time, you have to get out bourbon. Well, that's oh, a that's well. an interested. I I
3: always score finished products a little bit different than I do just like right straight out the barrel um but so i'm curious to know what you think
0: well and i i tend to really love anything that's finished in a rum cask whether it's scotch or bourbon uh if it's finished in a rum cask i i just love that sweetness that it gives and that's why the sweetness on this was is so pronounced um honestly i'll give this a, will give this a 92 wow yeah this it's a legit bottle i really enjoy it thank you you're welcome that's good stuff did you
3: did you any of you happen to get um over the summer we did the product um mgp sourced uh six-year rye uh barrel age te- p3s the barrel age p3s that we did
0: i did not these guys don't drink i do but
3: yeah we, no, we did a, uh we did a custom five packs um with the uh labels to match in the uh silver uh p3 butcher paper we did the uh p3 uh habano uh the miami p3 uh from oh, nice. we we aged um uh, 1200 of those in a hartman's distilling mgp sourced uh barrel uh, barrel proof rye it was like 126 proof something like that um but they were pungent project was really risky and scared the shit out of me putting that many cigars in a whiskey barrel because cigars, (laughs) moisture, you know, obviously we had to get the moisture content inside the barrel just right. And it was one of the coolest, one of the coolest projects I've ever had the uh, privilege to work on.
2: That's awesome. partnered
3: with uh, both Tatuaje and uh Hartman's distilling on that and then we we numbered the five packs to match the number of the bottles that came out of the barrel which was uh 121.
2: So uh, the next question is do you have any of that left? There the, the
3: only ones I have is I have two five packs of my own yeah. um and uh I think the person who got the most was Pete Johnson because uh, <laughs> you know right. he, that uh, sounds right you, you gotta keep the boss happy um you know, but uh, no, they, they're they long. They'll sold out super fast.
0: Yeah. You plan I'll tell on you
3: doing... what, though, if you come through Buffalo, um, I will happily put one in your hand. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You
2: plan on doing that again?
3: Yeah, we're going to do it again. Um, we'll always use, uh, it's kind of, uh, it's, it's we've already kind of selected the cigar that's going next, which is the, uh the tatuaje uh reserva broadleaf the noelas cigar if you're familiar with it it's Mm -hmm. kind of like a very like a petite it's almost like a petite lancero petite lonsdale Mm -hmm. kind of doodad it doesn't really hit the it's like a short corona almost but not i don't really know what to call it you know there's a fancy term there's a fancy name for that but uh that's the one but i i can't tell you the barrel is, I I have, I I have to get the right barrel. And I know a barrel from what, from what distillery I want. So basically I need to go to Indiana, um, like fast. So we're going to work on that over the, over the winter. That's actually on the calendar for November for me to take that little trip and try to procure that barrel and get it back to Buffalo. And, uh, we'll start the project for them to be available, um, right around Christmas time.
0: That's awesome. Well, um, I want to jump into the next segment, and because I want Tommy to be on for all the segments, and I know he's got a, you know, got stuff going on, so oh, let's time. definitely. And I think that means
2: it's time. It's,
0: it's time. definitely it's time. time. What what time is it? It is time for this week's Numero <laughs> de los Muertos. Oh. And as always, Numero de los Muertos is brought to us by our friends at Smoke
4: In. I'm Steve here with the GOAT to tell you about Smokin's Cigar of the Month Club. Every month, I personally handpick five premium cigars. Another great feature is our Double Down Club. With a simple check mark, you can get double this great selections every month and save $10. Every month, there's a special discount code where if you like any of the selections, you can get them at a special discounted rate for our Cigar of the Month Club membership. We've made it super simple. All you got to do is log into your account. There's a little green button there. If it's green, you're active. You want to take a break going out of town? Simply hit the button and you'll deactivate your membership. We get the stuff out on the 28th of every month. Our membership bills on the 28th and we get every member's package out on the 28th if it's a shipping day. All delivered to your door for $34.95. Five great reasons on what makes Smoke and Cigar of the Month Club the best club out there. Check it out peace. Check it out. All right. Numero de
0: los Muertos, episode 218. What you got? Once again, this is the number is one. Oh, so, my goodness. Tommy, if you're not familiar with Numero de los Muertos, This is a, this is going to be a strange cause of death. And, and I've been doing a lot of number ones lately because they're, they're just, these causes are extra strange. Um, (laughs) and we play 20 questions or, or you and our viewers who can comment live on Facebook and YouTube and Raul and Justin get to play 20 questions to figure out what this cause of death for this, uh, for this one person was.
2: Got it. Tommy, this is fantastic.
0: This, yeah, this, this, uh, you like that, huh? This uh, room no. one hundred and one. What, what's it called? Government. Uh, trust, trust the government. government. Trust the government. Yeah, it's a good cigar.
2: I split a bundle with somebody, and I I'll probably have another bundle in my Do my pack today.
0: All right, so I'm looking for a <laughs> year on this particular, and there is no, there's no year listed here.
2: So let's start out right away.
0: Fact or fiction? Fact. <laughs> last good, week you good, got a good question. I got, I got him with fiction last week. It was.
1: Okay, so give us some details here. What what we got? Land, air, well, sea. Well, one. What one? What
0: one death? One he, one person.
1: Land, air, sea. Okay. Uh, land. Okay. Is it a workplace accident?
0: No.
2: Is it a hunting accident? No. Because that's right around the corner. Are animals involved?
0: Uh, an animal was involved, but it's not. Okay. It's not directly what related got, to the cause of death.
3: No, that—that that, I was gonna say. So, did you say land, or, land, air, sea? Did you say land? Land. land. Got it. Um. So, I—I I, being new to this, I can't ask you. Was there another person involved? Because that would indicate murder, right? So that wouldn't work.
0: Um, it's not murder. Got it. That would be something to ask, though. Yeah, okay. that is a good question. Mm-hmm.
1: Is this like a common thing, or like a one-off thing, or like what? Um, only one, can't oh, I, only be one ever. I, or?
0: I, I've, it has to have happened more yeah. than once, but yeah. this is the one recorded. The one recorded <clears throat> that there's a story about here. Was it immediately known? Yes.
2: Oh. Was this in the U.S.?
0: It was in the U.S.
2: Okay. Okay. Did the Amish carriage run over somebody?
0: No Amish carriage, no, I mean, no carriages, no vehicles were involved.
2: Uh, parachute fall from Polly.
0: No parachutes. Okay.
1: Did it involve a golf course?
0: No golf courses. I will say this it happened on land, but water is involved.
3: Oh, so see, I was going for crocodile and like the golf course alligator type of thing.
0: Yeah, 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 I see.
2: So somebody was on their jet ski and they flew out of the water. Struck somebody else in the head and killed them. No vehicles.
0: Nope. Vehicles are not involved.
1: Not a falling piano.
0: No pianos. Drowning. <laughs> no, it wasn't drowning. Okay, but water was involved. Oh,
1: was there like a flood?
0: No flooding. Hmm.
3: Water was ba- involved. Bathtub drowning in the bathtub. Nope.
0: Oh. Nope. This was uh, outdoors.
3: outdoors. Outdoors. Okay.
0: Outdoors. Water involved. Water. Animal
3: was. An- the animal was. Or there, was, was not?
0: there was an animal. There was an animal. Present.
3: Fireman holes. <laughs> but not, direct,
0: not directly involved. A dog that was the present. The dog found People the wait.
3: dog found the owner. The water. Uh, Fireman hose.
0: Cannon. Swim, no
3: swimming pool drowning accident.
0: Not a swimming pool.
3: Not the rain. No hot tub. Hot tub drowning accident.
0: Not hot tub. A pool. Jacuzzi. A pool. Not jacuzzi pool. was it one of those ice pool.
2: baths. No. Ice bath.
0: Not an oh. ice bath. Oh, man. Jacuzzi.
2: Think, he gave us a little smile with
1: the other. Uh, electric not electric
0: not, a, I, not, sauna. A, not an ice bath, but a
1: hot spring. Uh, hot spring. And okay.
0: when hot springs shoot up in the air, what do you call it? Uh, a geyser. Yes. A geys- geyser. A, <laughs> <laughs> a geyser. All right. And so
3: gets struck by a geyser.
0: These, these people were at Yellowstone National Park. And they parked and they brought their dog, you know, they got their dog on a leash going through Yellowstone. They get to one of the guys, because if you've been to Yellowstone, it's like geyser after geyser after geyser. Yep. And they get to one of them and the dog, the the leash gets out of their hand and the dog runs up and sadly the dog gets in the the way of the geyser and the dog, so this, the dog dies sadly um, because the water was, 202 degrees Fahrenheit sizzled and then one of the guys who lost control of the leash went to go to save the dog and also got caught up in the spray of the geyser and done Bill
1: Uh, commerce geyser
0: yeah geyser Geyser. and and i don't i don't think they fell in i think the yeah the 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 spray coming up from the earth from the geyser is what did it
2: he did get a colonoscopy from the geyser
0: Call it, well, mm. <laughs> uh, too, soon? too soon? Too soon. Too soon. I wish there was a year on here that it that it said, but it was, yeah. It was uh Yeah, the it says Park Rangers and subsequent EMS were unable to hmm. yeah, he was toast. Yeah. Well. Huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended.
1: Plastic <laughs> oh, water. It was do wet. wet
0: wet toast. Uh, All God. right. <laughs> Bill Commerce
1: said it was last year.
0: Was it last year? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. So hey, that was this week's Numero de, de los Muertos. How long are you going
2: to Hey, Tommy, we got a Bill on on here. He's a big supporter. of you? That's actually. Oh yeah, he is. yeah. That's where I got my hat from that well, I'm wearing. That's where I first heard so, about you too. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Bill's a good brother, man. Um, you know, like I told you. We've got a lot of good guys and gals out there that uh, aren't even from Buffalo that try to see us do well and mm-hmm. uh, share the word and all that stuff. You know, um, I, I look at all the sponsors and how well you do the reads for them all and all of that stuff, and I have nothing but love and respect for those shops. And uh, I hope they know I'm working my ass off to try and emulate some of their success and earn my place at the table. Um so don't be shy, use nickelcitycigars.com and we will reciprocate that love and uh we'll always be there when we can be.
0: Yeah. Um all right, so lightning round, quick questions. A lightning round brought to us by our friends at J.C. Newman Cigar Company, America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Brickhouse, Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and The American. J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Relo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on their cigars or visitor experience, please visit jcnewman.com. All right. Tommy, if you could hear the thoughts of one living person for 10 minutes, who would it be and why?
3: Oh, God, that's so that's a hard question. Uh, any living human for 10 minutes. I want to get inside I'll, all their thoughts. I'm, I'm getting inside the, uh, the old number 45, Donald Trump. I'm getting in there. Okay. I want to know it all. I want to know yeah. what's, what's happening. Yeah, that's a, what you... that's a popular
0: answer. That's it. We've yeah. had that answer a lot on the show.
3: Yeah. yeah, people want to know, know what's happening
0: up there. Um, all right, if you were about to get into a fight, what would your soundtrack music be?
3: Shit! Uh, enter the Sandman. Let's oh, go. Yes. Night, yes. night.
0: <laughs> yes, that's a <laughs> little, great Mari- little
3: Mariano Re- Rivera. Come on, yeah. Let's get in there.
0: Love it. Uh, all, right. all right, the last one.
1: Okay, the zombies are coming. So, zombie apocalypse get to th- choose three people from the cigar industry to be part of your zombie apocalypse squad yep. who do you pick and why
3: uh blah, 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 blah. And they got it they're all gonna be fat because i want to be faster than them.
1: <laughs> <So>. sacrificial <M>. lamb.
3: <laughs> see what i did there no um i think i'm going oliver neveau uh, i'm going from united cigar group uh i'm going pete johnson tatawahe um and then I'm taking whew.
1: somebody with guns.
3: I'm going nah yeah,
1: yeah.
3: I, I'm gonna go with uh, Miguel Miguel from Crown Heads. Oh yeah. Miguel, Miguel yeah. knows his way around every fucking neighborhood in this in this country. Yes, he's he's, sure he's a wealth of knowledge. I'm going with him. Oliver because he could cook everything and he can shoot, and Pete because guaranteed he's still gonna make good cigars even in the zombie apocalypse. So that's the that's the <laughs> route I'm
0: going. I love it. All right. uh, Let's do this week's Notable Smokables, brought to us by Luciano Cigars. Notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. So, Tommy, each week during this segment, each of us name a cigar that we smoked recently that was notable to us. Now, this could be a cigar that's been on the market for decades that maybe we revisited for the first time in a long time, or a cigar that's brand new to the market that we tried for the first time ever. What's something you smoked recently that really stood out?
3: I have in my shop right now it's um the it's distributed by postania cigars um cigar hustler Mike. it is called the fq proper mm. and I have all, matthew all of hunt these, yeah. yes Matthew hunt yeah. sexy matthew hunt can't <laughs> take it you're like, dude, we're going to the gym. why are you wearing a fucking suit and why do you have pasta sauce with you, <laughs> right. you, you know like what <laughs> So, um, but no, yeah, Sexy Matt Hunt, um, love him. As, but FQ Proper, that it's the funkiest fucking form of broadleaf construction I've ever seen in my life. And that cigar slaps. It is yeah. just pure gold. I think we have some Coronas left, maybe some Toro. But all the ones I have in the, uh, on the website and in the store, FQ Proper, they're all like three plus years old. So they're just hitting, and I happened to see an open bundle of the the, the Corona, uh, like, hanging out on the bottom shelf in, like, that section of the humidor, and I was like, yoink. <laughs> so don't be surprised if you order, maybe you order five, and you and I have to send you a little love note with, like, an extra six cigars because one was gone. That's why, because the inventory is probably not right because of me. Um, that happens. <laughs> But no that's a notable cigar man like i i, I don't have that cigar every week or every yeah. month i'd be i'd li- i'd be lying to you if i said i smoked it every month i don't um, but every time i do smoke it i i, I remember why i carry it and yeah. why it's so great and it and it
1: deserves a place
3: in your humidor i assure you
0: Very nice. Uh Justin what's notable for you this week?
1: Uh yesterday i i have a cup of I've had it for a couple of years, but I had two of them and I have one left. Uh, and it's not even that expensive, but the Villiger LaFleur de It's a Connecticut wrapper, but it's a uh, it's a good good medium, you know, light wrapper. Is that
0: cigar. the I I tried that cigar? I've yeah. only had that cigar in the Lancero, and I, I loved it in the, the Lancero. Lancero.
1: Yeah, this is the the uh, what is this the uh, Churchill? Churchill, okay. Yeah, and I yeah. want to try the Lancero, but I, I haven't found that one yet. So okay. I but yeah, it was really good. You know, good morning cigar. Nice. Lasted all day because I was letting it go out <laughs> doing many other things around the yard. But, yeah. No, not you. No, what? I mean, what? Not me. I don't have anything <laughs> going on right now.
2: <laughs> what about you? I smoked this weekend. I got four through 13, is it, of the Room 101 anniversary. And the one that stood out of all four of them was the 10th.
0: The 10th. 10th
2: yeah. anniversary. is still phenomenal. Even over the 14th. Even over
1: the fourteenth,
0: I really love that fourteenth that was ridiculous. Yeah. So, what about nice. you, brother? So my my notable this week, I I just went back to uh, and found one in my humidor that I, I thought I was out, but I I was like, oh, there's a sober Masis, uh brulee blue. Oh. I so know. that was yeah. uh, I, I've been
1: sitting there for a second.
0: Yeah. I brought that up uh, fishing with me over the weekend, and uh, had that by a campfire with coffee on a brisk morning mm-hmm. uh, this, this past weekend, it was a beautiful thing. A little fog rolling over the the lake. It was, yes. it's a beautiful thing, man.
3: Uh, that cigar has uh, become my draft day, NFL draft oh, day nice. number one. It's become tradition. And yeah. my other half, Kara, it is her favorite cigar. She smokes, she smokes cigars every week, but that is her favorite cigar. And so I always keep some on hand for her. Nice. And it is it is such a good cigar, um, nice. be- beautiful, beautiful, um, so well done. Sweet tip or not, fuck it, who cares? It. So, yeah, um, you know, let's just get it. Live, live a little yeah, bit. it's look, good. Look at, <laughs> look at the fog rolling.
0: Boys. <laughs> All right,
3: spice. Yeah.
0: So that was this week's notable smokable, brought to us by Luciano Cigars, improving lives through fine cigars. Please visit lucianocigars com to learn more. All right, and closing things out, we have some great coming attractions to let you guys know about, and those are brought to us. By A.J. Fernandez, born and raised in Cuba, A.J. Fernandez now produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The A.J. Fernandez portfolio of cigars provides blend strength and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer, whether it's New World, Diaz de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayes Artes. You are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from A.J. Fernandez. All right. Coming up next week on the show, we have Hector and the crew from Espinosa Premium Cigars to talk about La Zona Palooza mm. 2023. And then closing out the month of October on the 30th, we have none other than Steve Saka from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust.
2: And Tommy, guess who next month? Gem, uh, excuse me, hidden gem is? Take a guess. A bearded warrior just like yourself. <laughs> oh, is it tomorrow? Brett J. Fry? You're damn right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Fucking love him. Yeah, he's awesome, Amy. Tobacology. Yeah, that's it. That's what yeah. a great guy. You tell him I give him a little of this for me,
2: will
3: you? And tell him uh he's he's in my the nickel city cigars fantasy baseball league. He's definitely not watching this, so he won't know. OK, because he's got kids. He's probably in bed. But that big teddy bear, you let him <laughs> know. I can ask him how bad did I kick his ass
1: in fantasy oh. baseball this year? Better write that down. I was going uh, uh,
2: go ahead.
3: No, I was just gonna say so I I smoked them all and I'll screenshot this dude. I had them buried by like fifty games the whole season. Then I lost Wander Franco Shohei Otani, the batter and the pitcher, right? I lost, I and then I lost Bautista, my 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 top I lost in the final weeks of the season, right? Right as playoffs were beginning. I lost my five best players and I finished in second. I lost to my best friend in the world since second grade. And uh, I lost by two two points and uh that's that so oh, always man. a bride or the uh what do they say always the bridesmaid never the bride oh yeah here yeah. i am
2: i was so telling matt, cool i was telling matt how when brett gives you a hug you feel like a little kid <laughs> yep. You a do. Big bear.
3: yep you do and that beard just makes love to you and makes you
0: feel invited <laughs> warm and it, and, it, and it smells of in a consensual in a consensual way
3: yeah, it, it smells yeah. like tobacco tobacco. A little bit of Old Spice And and Happy Meal toys, which is weird I don't know why like From the 80s, but you feel loved And you just go with it, you know I, love you, it. I didn't know yeah. I was going to like this, but I do
0: <laughs> So uh, Tommy, to close things out, let our viewers And listeners know, where's the best place For them to keep up with everything You have going on at Nickel City Cigars
3: Yeah, there's, uh, there's really Kind of uh, the two best means, um, obviously, uh, Instagram, of course, at nickel city cigars, and then you can head over to Facebook. You can find nickel city cigars. Two things are going to pop up. One is just going to be the general, you know, the mirrored version of Instagram just for Facebook. Um, but then there's a private member club um that you have to answer a little th- are you 21 will you follow the rules there's a facebook club for nickel city cigars uh, those two groups are um the the instagram and the facebook that's the easiest way to stay in touch and follow along with what's going on uh, you know hello or you can just grab my number off of google or grab it <laughs> off of uh you know the old uh interwebs wherever you see it Or you can head on down or go over to nickelcitycigars.com. There's always a fun way. All of those channels, if you reach out to any one of those platforms, all of those forms of communication come right to me because I told you I have a hundred jobs. And one of them is I am the complaint department. I am the customer service department and all of the above. So you will get me and I will get back to you within 24 hours.
0: I love it. Well, Tommy, thank you, brother, so much for being on the show, man. We had a blast. Thanks, brother. We appreciate you. I appreciate you guys.
3: Thank you, guys. How about that cigar?
0: (laughs) All right, viewers and listeners, guys, thanks so much for being with us tonight on Episode 218. Take just a minute. Subscribe to us on all those great channels, YouTube, Facebook, and all that stuff. Hit the buttons and the bells and all that great stuff because we don't want you guys to miss anything. If you have questions, you can email us on the website, com. Follow us on all social media, at HBT Cigar, And, of course, until we see you guys next time, burn cigars not bridges see you guys take it easy guys Any comments, opinions, viewpoints, or statements presented or uttered by guests on the HBTC podcast, HBTC live video streams, and all other media from HBT Media LLC are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the opinions or viewpoints of How About That Cigar or its parent company, HBT Media LLC, any of our advertising partners, or the premium cigar industry. The primary purpose of How About That Cigar is to entertain and to encourage activity and growth within the community of people who enjoy or want to learn about the enjoyment of cigar premium cigars